Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. From Vice and Brent 2020, London Borough of Culture, this is Vent Documentaries. Young people from one London borough telling you the stories we care about. This is Series 1, where we're talking about identity. I've always thought of my friends as part of my identity. Who I choose to share my energy with makes up a bit of who I am. Now I'm 20 though, I'm going into a bit of a weird point in my life, friendship-wise. At school and college, you spend a lot of your day with your friends without even trying. But now I'm trying to work and get the money and be independent. And I have to actively make time to chill with them. How do you make friendships last when you become an adult? Dre, please, can you introduce yourself? Hello, this is Dre Sylvester. Dre is my best friend. Do you know what I miss? Your um, your Snapchat signature. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you wanna, you're trying to hear that now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, it's your boy, Dre. You know what it is. <laughs> Dre and I met in college. Before I say my version of how we met, mm-hmm. how did we meet? So, I see a small black girl coming to the classroom <laughs> and I think it was it. She had, at the time, you were in your wigs. Like, I think weave at that time. No, I had my hair permed. It was my Perm. own hair. It was just straight. <laughs> oh, we're going back like what three years now yeah all right cool i remember it being sleek though we were sat next to each other that's the one thing and you just said something i laughed and that's when i started talking about to you and then i think it came off the thing of let's get to know each other then yeah. <laughs> we started cracking from there i think we just started talking a bit of our backgrounds like mm-hmm. where our family comes from and then we just started just finding convos after convos. Yeah, and, we and it just, wasn't hard. It was not. It was almost like we pre-planned them. Yeah, <laughs> it was just easy and it was just like refreshing to find someone like that in, yeah. the, in a class. For the rest of college, Dre and I spent every day together. Now he's studying to be an actor and I'm working. We don't see each other as much. I still love him, but I guess I just don't know how our friendship will transition into this new way of life. Okay, my name's Max, and I've been friends with Brian since uh, for about 40 years. And I am Brian. <laughs> and? and you're Brian and. You've been I've been friends, friends with, with Max for about 40 yeah, years. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was food. No, no, no. <laughs> just, no. Just, just introduce both of us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, good. Good start. That's Max Daly. 
global drugs editor at Vice, and his best friend, Brian Pierce. I decided to use this documentary to make a kind of blueprint for how to keep mine and Joe's friendship going now we're adults. I thought a good place to start was to chat to people who have been best friends for twice as long as I've been alive. And before he's gone, we have to use our memory. Max and Brian met in school, a couple of years younger than I was when I met Dre. We were like slightly alternative compared to the mainstream kids, I think. And we ended up being called things like goths and things like that and smoking cigarettes in the churchyard. Wait, but, at 13 you're smoking? No, we weren't goths. It's just that we weren't <laughs> casuals, which was yeah. a big thing then. And we weren't like... And it was the word nerdy, you know what I mean? Yeah, so we weren't nerds, nerds. And we weren't sort of trendy. We were like, we were just slightly odd. And we used to all wear like long black coats and uh, used to, yeah, smoke uh, cigarettes by the church. Just because it was a place th- 13, 14. outside at lunchtime. Max and Brian are kind of the old school version of me and Dre. When I moved to college, when I had like my main friends, much skateboarders and people who smoke weed and then we had like the music lot then we were the drama lot and then we'd just hang out in the park until like 11 o'clock at night and then we'd go home you lot would have been the same ones that we would probably children been more yeah mm-hmm. hung out with I used it's to wear a long thing. trench coat as well but I still do actually yeah it's my thing but some of Max and Brian's school life was completely different to mine things we experienced together there's no recording of it and I think you end up doing some stupid stuff because of that. Because <laughs> you're not going to record it and no. show the whole world. There's a railway bridge that goes over the Thames in Barnes. And we used to climb up and go under the railway bridge over the river on the girders and shout at people, for example. <laughs> and and You know what I mean? When you're, when you're young, it's just like acting the fool. But nowadays, people would be filming, that. filming it. That's how you get caught. And then they used to have blackouts in the old days. I don't know if you've ever experienced a blackout in London. (laughs) Yeah. And then we'd all run into the pub and order a pint while it was dark. (laughs) (laughs) In the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Drink it quick before the lights get back on and run out. Whereas nowadays people would be like, let's. let's Was there a lot of blackouts? There was a couple. I don't remember how many. It's a long time ago. It's about. Talking about 1983, I suppose. <laughs> 84. Like anyone else, Max and Brian bonded when they were younger through fucking around. But I wanted to know about their friendship after school and college, the unknown territory that me and Dre are just getting into now. I think that was probably near when I started to try yeah, and started, go to journalism I think you college. Might have been journalism, Elephant Castle. Yeah. So, you know, it was, it was a time where we kind of went off into sort of our versions of university. So I went to study journalism, Brian went to study music. And I think it wasn't some sort of emotional... No. It, it, was, it was just about like, he's going off there... We were never emotional. Why, what am I going to do with that, Brian? <laughs> yeah, we were never, just never like that. No. Just... Yeah, because I remember when I flew, flew over to go and hang out with you in... A, in New York when the first time when you were oh, at band yeah. it was it was amazing because obviously you hadn't like I don't I think you know it was one of those times when phone call to America cost like a million pounds or something so it was that almost no communication whatsoever also the likelihood of someone being in because oh my gosh yeah <laughs> yeah you know like WhatsApp or yeah, like free phones, WhatsApp calls or nothing yeah 
So yeah, so when you actually do meet up, especially like in somewhere like New York, when you know it's just like flipping out. I haven't seen my best mate for ages, and so you go completely nuts. So I, mean? I still remember his phone call at his house. My f- his phone call? What? I remember your phone number. Oh right. Seven four eight six eight four five. Oh, bloody hell! That's Wait, right. what? That's right. That was only like yeah, three o- digits. O- it was it o- was one. <laughs> Was it? Was it? Adam then was 01. Oh my yeah, god, that's 01, so great. 01, 04864382888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888888
Yeah, no, but and that, that but, but also, also the other thing. <laughs> right, I remember what I was going to say. The annoying thing about him as well Wait, is because he's quite short oh, yeah. and cute looking. You know, he's not now. He's a middle-aged man. But when he was quite short, he used to get away with shit that I would never be able to get away with because I'm nearly six foot and I and I and I'm not cute. <laughs> and I'd be and and he'd do something really. I would go, oh, lovely, Max, lovely. Oh yeah, oh, and he called you, and I'd be like, if I fucking that. <laughs> Sometimes you can get a bit um, blinkered in your views of society. Probably you're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead, Bailey. A bit. <laughs> no, yeah. That's blinkered right. in my view of what? Just a bit blink, a bit blinkered in your views of society. It's a natural thing, is that your experience of life and things and whatever changes. But the good thing, the good side of that is that we both have interesting stuff to sort of teach each other and share each other because i know you know i constantly say i'm just a reactionary old bastard now things like that i bet it's a bit of a joke because you always see things from your own point of view in your own bubble so as long as you can see that in yourself and laugh at it and i think we both can why do you love brian oh um why do I love Brian? Um, his opinion and his advice and things like that, I do, I respect that. Brian? Vice versa. Yeah. Um, My fashion sense? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite, it's got a lot of energy to do stuff. He'll travel across London to go and do something and we would always make the effort to go a long way and stay the night at each other's house to hang out and have a laugh. And there's not a lot of people who would do that for me or I would do that for them. And also, I see it's like part of my identity is that Brian's yeah. pretty much my best friend. So that's part of part of who I am. I, sometimes I do find myself thinking, I know you wouldn't do this, but I, I, yeah, I'll go like, what would Brian sort of think? Or what would he say? Or what would his attitude be? Which is quite interesting, isn't it? Understandable. (laughs) 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 Max and Brian's stories of their antics and just their whole vibe really reminded me of my friendship with Drake. We make an effort to see each other. Some stuff I tell him, I wouldn't really tell anyone else and vice versa. Knowing their friendship has lasted so long, it made me feel like there's hope for the future for me and Dre's friendship too. But halfway through making my doc, everything changed. That's next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're back. From January to March, I was making a documentary thinking about the future of my friendships. Good morning. Look how early it is. Um, I hope you're okay. But then, 
at the end of March, all of my thinking about the future was catapulted into the present. The coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. An unprecedented health crisis which requires unprecedented action. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. Schools have been shut, bars have been boarded up, and now the government's ordering us, not asking us, to stay at home. You should not be meeting friends. If your friends ask you to meet, you should say no. You should say no. I had to move back to my mum's and I'm currently sharing a very small space with her and my sister. Without the chance of seeing any of my friends for quite a long time, I had to get creative. As a war has been started. Right now, I see everyone who lives with me as my own personal entertainment system. (laughs) I sprayed them with a little bit of water and now they came at me, they've locked, turned off all the lights and they've gone into the bedrooms. If I go out... This is a video I took to send to Dre of a water fight. Nay, a battle royale I had with my family. Put it down, woman! Put the water gun down! Alright, mine's coming. Put your sound! Show me! If you've got no weapons, you can come out and I won't spray you. And put your sound then. It's about trust! Angel, she will spray you. I won't spray you. Don't believe. Don't believe the one stream media! Trust! is the way forward, my friends. You are the establishment. And the establishment will not harm you. After 100% definitely winning the water fight, I decided I might as well make the best out of my situation. My sister's 12 and my mum is a lady. All right, are you ready, mum? Yes. I decided to interview them both about friendships, especially in these new uncertain times. Um... One second. Have you? Well, ignore it. No, you're 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 doing a job, Angel. Not every day. (laughs) My name is Angel Cowell, and I am 12 years old. I'm in year seven. What's your favorite thing to do? My favorite thing to do at the moment, because we're in quarantine, is. Like, I play Roblox and do TikToks and all that. That's my, those are my favourite things to do. And talk to your friends for hours. Yeah, and talk <laughs> to my friends for hours. Who are you, mother? Who am I? Yeah, my name's Maria and I'm the mother of these two glorious young ladies. What does friendship mean to you? When someone can talk to you or when you can talk to someone without feeling embarrassed to say anything to them or without feeling like you have to be different around them or have a different persona. You can just be yourself, you can just be neutral. Angel, my little sister, had only just started secondary school when lockdown started. How did you, before the lockdown, hang out with your friends? Um, we just, like, have fun. We'd go, like, 
at school we'd have lunch and then just talk and then run around school and then go to the toilet and then just come back it's just like that was our day it's like not primary where you have a playground you put mm. your bag down you have a playground in a cloak it's, it's, it's totally different since having to live with angel again during lockdown i've noticed just how much time she spends on her phone I most of the time make TikToks. Um, Why TikToks though? Because TikToks is like a trending app. It's like a like a really big social media that you can go on and and if it's relatable, you'll get you'll get on the for you page and people will like it. But I don't tend to get on the for you page. So. Mm. <laughs> There's two year olds <laughs> that get on the for you page. That's because they're cute, isn't it? What are you trying to say? <laughs> so you're super cute. Thank you. Um, do you see a difference between hanging out in person and hanging out online with your friends? Oh yeah, because in person you guys like handshakes, it's like, yeah, you need them to speak about things that have gone in school that your sister or your mum wouldn't know about because they don't weren't go to there. school, they, they weren't there. There is about, say, four or five people that I make sure I catch up with that they're okay. And I will also use social media for that. But the people I talk to most, I'm on FaceTime with them. I guess because I'm into a lot of groups, social media has helped me to connect with them because I'm not the type of person who always wants to be on the phone call with somebody. But having access to the internet and social media, I'm able to talk to like people around me to be like, okay, that you're okay, whatever like this. Without that, it would have been a lot harder mm. and I would have felt like the situation, I would have felt a lot more isolated, mm. even with you guys here, because... Okay, I watched Boris do his speech on the TV, but then I was able to see somebody else in South London comment on that, make a meme about it, because they've watched it too, and we're the same age. So it feels like more connected. Like, even though you're over there, mm. I know that m- most, like, all young people have this um, Instagram account, and that social media account does talk about what's going on politically, so you do feel connected, even though you're far away, which I feel <laughs> is a positive thing. Because I talk to my friends, it's like, <clears throat> I'm not really feeling bored or isolated at the moment. I get what you're saying, though. You don't feel, like, as isolated. Because if you didn't have your phone and no social media, I'd, you'd feel I'd, so much worse. Yeah, I just, I'd feel like I want to show up on a ball. Do you feel like any of your friendships have changed to what they were before lockdown happened? No. You don't think you and one of your the main friends got closer? Oh yeah, <clears throat> one of my main friends. We talked our longest time that we ever talked was like five hours, but it was during lockdown. During lockdown, like, you know, I think it was like seven hours actually. Mm. I think it was phone constantly yeah. on charge and me saying get off the phone. <laughs> well, what are you doing now? What lesson are you doing now? And you weren't doing a lesson at all. No, Two days uh, didn't do lessons. I, do you think you guys would have been as close as you are now without the lockdown? Or do you think the lockdown made you closer? You know, I'm not sure because you never know. We could have fallen out somehow mm. or we could have had an argument. I mean, we still could have had an argument now, but we haven't. I don't know. You I can think... press your button on your phone and say bye. When you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> you exit, goodbye. For me, being social is kind of take on the personification of my phone. So if I do want to distance myself, my phone's on don't disturb mode 
and then it makes you feel a lot better because I've sent you a message, I may not reply to it, but that's my effort, there it is. So in fact, really, it helps you to manage your relationships. Mm -hmm. So you keep in touch, you can speak, send voice notes, exactly. you can look at what they're doing, they can look at what you're doing. However, you haven't got to physically be in their space, mm -hmm. share that energy, which pulls a lot from some mm -hmm. people, but yet you can maintain and know what people are doing and what their challenges are. Mine and Joe's friendship and all my other friendships have taken on a whole new meaning during lockdown. I definitely took it for granted how good seeing my friends face to face was. But also, in a lot of ways, I feel lucky now that I've grown up when I did. Dre and I have always texted and called and voice noted and sent each other videos on Insta and Snap. I miss chilling with him in person. But also, I'm so glad we can still chat on the regular during this time. And it doesn't feel that different to before lockdown. We're maybe more prepared for this situation than older people. Hi, Kamaya. It's Max. I thought I'd say hi and just ask you how you were doing during the lockdown. I'm jogging for the first time in about sort of three years or something. As you can see, I have no private space to have conversations. Please do the voice note. I'm keeping in contact with old friends, like Brian. Because we're quite in the middle of nowhere, quite rural. It's not all that hard for us. Lots of stuff to do in the garden always, quite a big garden. Play with the kids, watch movies, always take... People have started touching base with me more too. Hey, Kamaya, I have another slang question for you. That's one of my producers, Jess. We're doing a transcript of one of the event podcasts and Neurodine says it's bookie, very bookie. How do you spell bookie? B-O-O-K-I-E. How are you, Jess? It was my birthday recently. Um, and Another event producer I checked up on, Ali. I hate not knowing when I can see my family. I miss, yeah, just being able to see my friends. Everyone I've spoken to seems to be thinking lots more about the value of friendship. How are you? How was your sleep? How are you doing? What time did you wake I'm up? I'm probably talking more to some people who I don't talk to as often. I'm very grateful for my flatmates because they called me before and they're like, what time are you coming? I reached out to people who I haven't spoken to in ages. Really, really lovely. Mummy Maria's. Hey, Siege. How are you doing? Fine. Early. Hey, ho. I miss you. Oh. To the next show. My house into a busy street anyway. <laughs> So, um, I ain't heard that in a while still myself. So, <laughs> Will you do anything differently with your friendships after lockdown? I would appreciate my friendships much more. I think I'd get so excited to see them. Yeah, I think I'd like to sort of... You guys are getting older. It's time for me now to kind of start spreading my wings a little bit. Just a little bit. It's right, we're going to put you on Instagram anyway. We're going to put you on Tinder as well. <laughs> How do you keep a friendship going so long? How? Mm. Just by being alive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Breathing. Um, I think it's more to do with the original core thing of having this, a similar sense of humour and... Also, yeah. it's like it's like a touchstone, isn't it? It's like it's like it's really, it's kind of grounding.
I was when do you when was the point where it was like, oh yeah, we're we're best friends? I think it's actually when we went to Southend. <laughs> I was gonna say the two go on, yeah, go on. Yeah, it was when we went to Southend. And I was just around your sister and is it your cousin or your niece? Your nieces. Uh, your nieces, uh, yeah. I just felt like this is some people I could see the future being around, truthfully. Yeah. Just the way we had our day, it didn't feel forced in any way. It just actually felt like I was going on an outing mm-hmm. with my family. That's such a nice day as well. Yes, I was like, it's something, I swear, I've seen pictures where it's just raining. Yeah. <laughs> Please <laughs> be a good, good day. day. Yeah, it was a great day, um, honestly. I can't wait for lockdown to be finished so I can go and do stuff like this again. That's when I introduced you to, like, to my mom. Well, actually, probably in college I introduced my mom. But, like... Well, officially got to be around. We got to be around her. She got to, like, talk to you mm. and whatever. She's giving out sandwiches and all, you know, all, like, juice uh, boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought at home definitely. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And it was, like, for someone... Not a lot of my friends have ever met my mom. Mm-hmm. But the ones that are a representation of you, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna bring her, mom. Mm-hmm. This is- <laughs> my mom sends a love to you, by the way. To- she? she actually said that to me today, still, so... Thank you for listening to Vent Documentaries. I'm Kamaya Shea. Vent Documentaries are produced by Jess Lawson and Arlie Adlington with help from Amelia Gill, Marie Majid and me. Field recordings from Jennifer Lucy Allen. Our music is from WMP Studios. Vent is a collaboration between Vice and Brent, London Borough of Culture 2020. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.